What's up, everybody? It's Joe Lupuma. You were listening. You were watching the Complex Sneaker Show. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts. First to my right, Matt Welty. Feeling a little looser this week. Oh, the back's okay? It's getting better. Okay. To my left, <laughs> Mr. Brendan Dunn. Hey, what's up? You know, we said that we were going to be off this week, but do we want to call this an emergency podcast? Oh. I, don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. If it was an emergency <laughs> National podcast, emergency. me and him would have been at the, the Four Seasons in Indiana where we were staying uh, you're the, recording. You're the cool guys. Just kidding. I was in the I was in the Marriott Hyatt. Well, no, I was in the, in the Delta Marriott, but that would have been an emergency Big. podcast. But we were supposed to be off this week. Obviously... Big sneaker news, oh. wild weekend, all-star oh. weekend. We're yes. going to get to all that. We're going to get to the all-star weekend shoes. We want to talk about the Trump sneakers. Of course, we have we're to talk, talk about, about the Trump sneaker sneakers. Con. And, yeah, so. Some leaks on there as well. Of course. You know, he's always going to do the leaks. Well, I think the big... He's always going to do the leaks. <laughs> Once again, the biggest thing in sneakers over the weekend. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But I remember I said this last time was that JLP had to break out the JLP shoe bag. Saw all that i did right uh, once, once again uh, yeah you know the the, uh, the fans in indianapolis were waiting for that right and, yeah yeah you know <laughs> it was a huge highlight they, they were waiting and you broke out one of brennan dunn's favorite uh shoes the pegasus uh, 2005 to travel but <laughs> with that said you had a big sneaker moment in indianapolis on stage with Giannis. yeah that was great uh that's a little light flex Oh, it was a hosting gig. It yeah, was, it no, was awesome. What did yeah, you, you know, wear for that? You wore the Pegasus 2K5? No, I wore the JLP shoes that I ID'd. Yes. My Air Max 95s, which the yellow. You know, I always say leave it to the experts. Not sure. We're not. I'm not confirming that the Cortez leaks look like the Air Max 95s. I said that on here. I, I said People that on here. Lied. The Joe, Me the, too. But leave it to the experts their yellow or their neon is better than the one that i did so i leave it to the experts but i did wear them because i figured i could beat these air max 95s uh they look good in all black i didn't want to go up there with black and pink pegasus 2k5 which i like which i wore you on your k-pop wave which i wore for something else i did saturday your boy woke up at 7 a.m got larry bird on sneaker shopping no I want him, though. I, yeah. I saw Larry Bird over the weekend. You did? Yeah. Speedy hosted a talk with him at the Converse space on Friday. Oh, you went to Speedy's event. You didn't go to mine. Look at <laughs> USOB. You USOB. Know you know what? I wish I would have went to your event. Yeah, you know why? You know who was... Who? There, was there a special guest in the audience? There who? was. John Donahoe. Oh, really? Thank wow. you, CEO John Donahoe. I didn't Donahoe get to meet him. Was at your event? I didn't get to meet him. I or the Amazon up. event for Giannis. It wasn't your yeah, event. It was Giannis' I, event. You I were wonder, hosting. Yeah, and I wonder if he would have said, where's your boy? Okay? <laughs> now, when you saw John Donahoe in the crowd, did you think at all, let me text Brendan real quick, have him slide over here so we can hit him with some hard-hitting questions? You think John Donahoe knows about you? Um, No. I suspect maybe he's seen my face in a video before or read a story I wrote, but I don't think he could say who I am. I didn't get a chance to meet him. I saw him. You're asking if I would have texted you to get down to the event with John Donahoe? Run up on John Donahoe doing like one <laughs> I, of those I almost, suit, like Michael Moore style. Like I street, almost, like, sir, could you please answer the question? I almost had wanted posters outside of where we were, making sure you weren't there. Why? I didn't need any kerfluffle with you and Donahoe. <laughs> Not that you would. I'm kidding around. But yeah, invite, obviously. Yeah, imagine <laughs> inviting him. Oh, yeah, what now did, you can, now's your chance to – no. What did John Donahoe have on feet? I um actually was, like, in the zone. Air Max DNs? No, it wasn't DNs. But, um yeah, uh, it was a really good event, really good documentary. Uh, Giannis was great. Great to talk sneakers with him. I was laying the groundwork for Giannis on sneaker shopping. He told a pretty good story, basically, that – he uh, saw a kid in his shoes. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, I, I think, like, 
the signature athletes really love when they see kids in their shoes more than like cool guys or whatever. Yeah. And basically he was like, I don't know if it was Disney or something. I think it was Disney. And he said, uh, some kids wear my shoes and didn't even know that like they were my shoes. He like saw the kid and bumped into the kid. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. It's so. like Stan Smith mentioned yeah. it on the podcast. Exactly. Wait, so. wait, I have to ask you this. Mm -hmm. Wealthy in jest, I hope wondered whether or not John Donahoe knows who I am. Did Giannis know who you were? Okay, so Giannis, Giannis <laughs> asked me, when I first met him, uh -huh. Giannis said, do you know every single shoe ever made? That was the first. So he's aware of the body of work. I, I think so, but it was a great event. Such a humble guy. Great documentary. Yeah, I had fun, and, and um, hopefully we get him on sneaker shopping soon. One more thing, all jesting aside, the timing of All-Star Weekend and Nike's layoffs that they announced is so strange, and I assume that there are bigger factors at play, but it's just a weird moment for Nike to announce job cuts last week on Friday, right as All-Star Weekend is happening, which should be a big moment for the brand and a cause for celebration and employees working on a weekend yep. to to make the brand look as good as possible. Uh -huh. I, I just felt like it was a little weird. And shout out to anybody who lost their job. We, we hate to see that. But I also want to say that, you know, we recorded this podcast before that news broke, and I mentioned the job cuts were coming, and then the news broke. So it was also crazy too because you had posted John Donahoe's essentially apology—not apology, but some sort of explanation behind. Yeah, why, the email he sent to employees. Why this, he this has is to, why this and, is happening. You know, and I'd mentioned it. Where up top, he talks about uh, wanting to focus on sport and innovation, and that's whole Nike's whole thing. It's like. That's not John Donahoe's Nike. To... <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. It's not his Nike. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they'll get it back. Speaking of innovation, this morning there was a Supreme Air Max DN. Yeah, we've seen that before, but we got the best look of it this week. Yeah, morning. and they're releasing this week. Yep. Yeah. Wealthy, I have to assume that you hate this show. I, uh, okay. I was like, <laughs> you're already uh, no, <laughs> short circuiting just, at the mere idea of it. It's just, it's just boring to me. Yeah. You know? Just it's just a boring shoe, and I also do think that I think we mentioned the other week where I said the shoe looks AI esque, but we've seen so many like weird uh, kind of manipulated esque like beauty shots of the DN, mm -hmm. not as much like product photos, and even the Supreme one is very highly stylized. Always, yeah, as always. And I know we had that shoe early in the office that yeah. you had the pair, and that shoe does not look like in person how it looks in the photos. This is your disclaimer for people that yes. Air Max DN the, does not look as cool the as they're making it look. The forefoot of that shoe is so cheap looking and it's almost like they designed the rear of the shoe and then slapped the forefoot on as like an afterthought. Yeah, it was one of my questions I had for the people who worked on the sneaker when I was at the Nike offices a few weeks back asking how the Air Max DN came to be. It's like, why wouldn't you put Air Max from front to back on it? And they felt that they still made a smooth transitioning sneaker without it and maybe hinted that one day in the future there would be more Air Max in it. But I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Do you like the shoe? The Supreme yeah. DN? Nah, not big JLP shoe. It's nah. pretty close. It's close, but I it's don't think so. It's all black Air Max. It checks, it checks the boxes, but it was not selected. <laughs> uh, they fit the criteria. Yeah. Yeah, not, mm, not that into those, no. Can we do a quick sneaker leak? Yeah. You know, we give these PSAs a lot of like, we record a few days before you hear the episode. And so I think last week we had recorded and I mentioned a bunch of leaks that other people ended up posting on the internet before our episode out. So always want to give credit to guys like Brandonian and Z Sneakerheads who mm -hmm. are on top of the leak information. And I think Brandonian posted the Cortez before we mentioned them here officially and Z had something else. So salute to them. But 
an interesting one on the way. Central C has a Nike Tech Fleece collaboration coming. Oh. That's cool. This is supposed to release in 2024. I think this is the perfect sort of collaboration where it makes total sense. Yep, he's you heavy can, on Tech Fleece. You can see very clearly very London. why this is happening. He's a guy who's always in Tech Fleece. There's that moment on the red carpet where he showed up with the Nike joggers. Well, do you guys saw the, the I think, the most iconic Central C photo most iconic tech one most maybe one of the most iconic tech fleece photo of all time is when he has the Tiffany color tech fleece on on the Tiffany color <laughs> yes. uh, car and mm. actually has the Tiffany dunks as well. There we go. Flawless execution. You gonna pull up in the central seat tech fleece? <laughs> Me no. Me no. But while I was writing about this, I was surprised to learn of his level of influence when it comes to this type of item specifically where. I found a TikTok of a guy saying that like if he wears a specific color of yeah. tech fleece, that the resale price on it oh, is going really? up. <laughs> yeah, wow. like it's that serious. When's tech the last time you wore tech fleece? I had a few tech fleece items in its heyday. When did tech fleece come out? 2014? I believe so. I had a few pieces back then. I probably retired them by 2016. Wealthy was a tech fleece wearer for a while there. I had one pair of the all black yeah. uh, tech fleece. When I, I mean, I think the, the joggers. Joggers, yep. uh, 100 bucks at uh, Foot Locker on 34th Street. I still have one pair, and they're great. I feel, like you wore, I feel like a you lot. wore more tech fleece than any of them. Not as much as Amaya, but... The only thing that <laughs> about tech fleece to me, I think that the I... The large pocket? No, transitioned away from it. It's just like how like tight they feel. Yeah. Because the material's so thick, and they're so slim cut that yeah. they take a little bit of breaking in to some extent. Can we get back to All-Star? Yeah. Sure. I was most impressed this weekend by Adidas at All-Star. I feel like they had the most going on and the most interesting activations. I saw a lot of tweets, Instagram posts, et cetera, just a lot of discussion in general on the internet saying that Adidas has like the best basketball lineup at this point. Do we think that Anthony Edwards has the best basketball sneaker right now, signature sneaker? I think he does. I'm not a person who's going to be playing basketball in them, but I think it's the coolest shoe, the best-looking one out there, and the marketing for it is better than anything else in the market. He had the illest shoe of the weekend. We're going to get to the LeBron shoe that he wore that obviously was like a cheat code. Yeah. But Anthony Edwards' shoe this weekend with the lace swap in the game and his personality helps the shoe and the marketing so much. But that shoe looks so cool. We've been talking about Adidas basketball where they, for years, decades, I would say, I remember going to the market appointments and they're like, this is the range. And you were like, there's so many shoes here. And I'm not sure like which one is going to break through or yeah. which one is like looking good. Previews being like, I don't know well, about these. Exactly. For them, I feel like they got one with this. And I feel like... This was the best shoe of All-Star Weekend. It looked awesome. We're going to put the Gettys in. You'll see. Very impressed with Anthony Edwards' shoe and how it looked on court. I think it was the standout of the weekend for sure. What I think is most interesting about that shoe is that it's so divergent in today's basketball market, and I feel like that's why it stands out the most. What we see with a lot of the basketball sneakers lately is because there was a noticeable drop off in the popularity of performance basketball shoes from the 2010s heyday yeah. and the brands have been trying to rekindle that excitement about it and they've all kind of fallen into this medium where everything kind of looks like a old kobe right um i know what you mean where it's like uh kyrie was kind of like the genesis 
to that to some extent where that shoe was super popular with um a younger audience and then you see all these other basketball shoes jaw sabrina lamello you think they all have that same Stewie. kobe design language they all have like they all luca they're all like the same silhouette right and they want to get something that you can wear basketball and then wear off the court that's the goal book same like book book especially cut cut of the shoe and where adidas went all in on the anthony edwards shoe is like no we're just gonna make an actual basketball shoe we're not gonna make this weird hybrid lifestyle Mm -hmm. performance shoe it looks like a performance shoe all out yeah because let's be honest i don't know if i could wear the anthony edwards shoes with jeans that's the tough part. It's like, but it, on court, it looks fire. It looks but you like the will coolest basketball court? shoe I would. right now. I would. I want a clip of you playing basketball in those so bad. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> Although, I'll say this. Our dear friend Trinidad James, I was hanging out with him a fair amount over the weekend. And he, he said that. <laughs> he said that while the shoe looks great, if you're actually hooping in them, there's there's a part on the medial side, I think, that Did was he try just too abrasive. Yeah. And, he, would say, and he's, he was saying he feels that way a lot about the shoes in Adidas basketball's range right mm. now, where they look good, but there are certain parts of them, maybe the last, that just, just the fit doesn't quite feel right. The other obvious standout of the weekend, LeBron in the prime DTs. Yes. The Nike LeBron 21 referencing the Deion Sanders we also DT missed Max that, 96. Missed that last week as uh, one of the talking points where Nike doing a re-release of the Dion shoe. I feel like, though, to what we were talking about, All-Star Weekend, early 2010s, obviously was such a big thing to what the players were wearing on court. But do you think there would have been, I think, obviously, there would have been an added layer if, like, those LeBron DTs dropped? Yeah, I mean... It's it's different for someone someone wearing them. Obviously, we're all going to talk about it. It's a big moment. But if those dropped, I feel like Nike would have took over the it's weekend. Re- it's reminiscent. Like a shock top. It's reminiscent of the LeBron watch. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, where he did, you know, Griffey's, Neon 95s, yeah. et cetera. And I know that was a Nike LeBron 15 with all those inspired colorways, right? Yep. Yep. I remember, I think there's an interview up on the website. Where you can, I think I talked to Jason Petrie about how they did that. Because at that time, the LeBron model felt kind of dead. After the LeBron 10, people felt the LeBron line fell off. Uh, there was the Cork 10, which was maybe one of the last big shoes. Huge sneaker. Yeah. In that OG Nike basketball era. The 11 comes out. Super expensive shoe. Nike was really... Remember that period where Nike was like yes. ramping up the price? Yes, slowly escalating the price. And I then there, there was, was like a $400 shoe. There was like a LeBron Nike ID postseason yeah. elite sneaker that was just... Yeah. Between three and $400. It was like, LeBron, what are we doing here? The LeBron 11, it didn't fit his feet right for some reason was that one of those models where he just barely wore it on court that was the first one and there was a video of him slipping in the shoe causing this huge skid mark uh, <laughs> across the floor but the 15 the 15 at that time the 15 comes out and they do all these colorways to try to yep. re- uh, ignite it i know we talked about that with book where hey it was cool with lebron because he was 15 shoes in before he started riffing on colorways i know on the lebron 7 they had done some air jordan 11 and penny colorways hero that never, pack that never got released but maybe to launch with that it wasn't the right thing but when lebron's at the point he is in his shoe career it's cool for him to take inspiration from things that inspire him or things yeah. behind nike pushes and just kind of pepper them in there you know yeah but i just it's such a fine line of player exclusive sneakers are important and they keep things fun where it's a shoe that only one person has and 
I think it's worth it to to make those things sacred and, and never release them and keep some aura of exclusivity around them. Again, I think that whether or not you're willing to acknowledge it, that's what um, entices us on footwear sometimes. But also it's like, Maybe sometimes when you designed a really cool version of the sneaker, you should yeah, just yeah. drop the sneaker, especially for the LeBron 21. I think that's a fine shoe, but I don't think it has any huge moments around it yet. And if you release the DT Max 96 inspired Deion Sanders tie in on the LeBron Maybe 21, easy. What do you think of the D books selling out in? Um, <laughs> it turned right to you. Like, <laughs> I mean, dude, I have no, we don't know how many pairs they put no, up. I, have, I know you guys were going to say that. We don't no, know how many pairs they but put also, up. I have no animus towards Devin Booker or his shoe. I I know you know I'm you <laughs> yeah. know I'm messing with you, yeah. but less than a minute. They had some big billboards up in, in less Indiana. than a Did minute. Did you see the giant? Do you see the giant? He was on Devin the side Booker. of a hotel. Yeah, a, a few buildings. There I were mean, Devin you Booker know that ads. I didn't leave the hotel. Besides, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I did not see that. Point. And there were cool Devin Booker sneaker moments through the, the weekend. The Suns Indy. colorway. The Suns colorway. That's the purple one you're talking yes. about. Yes, they're cool. Okay. Or when he hid the shoes around the city, yep. I enjoyed that. There were some promo packages made to look My like a big Pecos book. My boy Petkos and Fat Joe got the book one. Yeah, the... like the the that, the literal book, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed those moments, and I think that those were some of the things. Not to harp on this too much. We've talked so, so much about Devin yeah. Booker sneakers. Yeah, this is yeah. not what the show is about. But I do think those were cool moments that the sneaker was lacking earlier in its lifespan. The one, the one thing I learned about that shoe mm -hmm. over the weekend is I – Went and I, because I was just curious of what people thought about how the shoe felt on foot, like mm. what the actual reaction to that sneaker is going to be. So I went and watched uh, Nightwing's uh, performance review of the shoe. And the one interesting thing I found out about the deep book that I did not know is that the midsole cushioning on the medial side is the foam that mm -hmm. the shoe is built out of. And on the lateral side, there's actually a hard rubber wrap that uh, encapsulates one side of the shoe mm -hmm. to give you better support when you cut. What was Nightwing's take on the sneaker overall? It seemed like he liked it. One of the things he was excited about on the shoe is that he feels like it took him back because it's been a long time since he's been able to play in a New Buck sneaker. Okay. A la like a pair of Jordan 4s, Jordan 5s. Yeah. And it brought back that energy for him because now everything is like performance mesh, yeah. et cetera, nylons. Definitely, if you want real performance yeah. basketball sneaker reviews, you should go watch this stuff. We, we kind of lean toward more. It was, we uh, kind of lean more toward the aesthetics. Anyway. It was it was informative and good to watch. So. For sure, for sure, we made it out of Indy alive. I just <laughs> this guy. Listen, <laughs> do you know about this? No, we didn't mm -mm. tell him. Okay, so I stayed an extra day in Indianapolis. He stayed an extra. You had day. to. No, we had a nice little run in. I didn't see him at all at any of the events because I didn't go to any of the events. This guy, Don't I see. always say whether it's Mulberry Street, whether it's Melrose, <laughs> whether it's Rodeo, whether it's downtown Indianapolis, uh -huh. his mixy ass is going to be popping up <laughs> everywhere. Uber's taking an hour, no problem. We'll throw some he'll photos be, in here. He'll go outside. to Adidas, he'll go to Converse, he'll go to Nike. I did not I see didn't this. go to any Nike events. Whatever, no, I didn't get you know. Invited. I saw a lot of way too many Nike employees wearing Air Jordan One mids though and lows. But sorry, oh, carry, carry on. I didn't see this guy. I was I was there thirty six hours. I didn't see him at all until the airport. Saw you in security. Yep. Got through to the other side, and what did we do? We went from shout outs to our boy Durs, who uh -huh. recommended uh -huh. the shrimp cocktail at St. <laughs> Elmo's, but St. Elmo's has a sister restaurant and the airport called something in izzy's 
Indianapolis people's shouts to Gion from Converse. Yes, we slid through with him. We went and we were slamming shrimp cocktails with at the, the airport. Yes, with the horse with a lot of they have this thing where like, oh, the horse it's so spicy. The horse radish. No, it's Gion, heavy. It's Gion it's and him spin. were acting. You, you the- Gion and him were like, oh, you know, the flight. Are uh, you gonna be okay? They had this. Sw- I took that like it was the first wing uh, on the Hot Ones Challenge. Oh, this is nothing. Careful around the eyes. Those anyway. shrimp cocktails will spin your brain around and clear your sinus out. Were, I it, promise it you. It was amazing. But amazing. that's we're burying the lead. Him and I get on the flight. <laughs> we're, we boarded the flight. Him and I get on the flight. He's two seats in front of me. I'll let you, I'll let you take what you want from that. We're strapped up. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, the flight attendant says, is there anyone who would like to get off the flight for a voucher and stay? Oh, you did? Stay an extra day in this Indianapolis. This is on Sunday, so the All-Star game hadn't happened yet. Literally, I'm like, yo, I have an hour and a half home. Who would ever want to do that? You know who would? <laughs> this guy right here gets. I held out. I held volunteers. out. Volunteers. No, get, I didn't volunteer right away. I was okay. playing hardball for a little bit. He they was. had a voucher for 700. I told her, I might he have was to be doing a little his, higher. He was doing his best. She Ken said Golden. 900. I said, <laughs> I said okay. we might need 1,000. <laughs> exactly. Got the price up. Yeah. Then I was like, even up until like his negotiating, I was like, he's not going to get off. Joe's two seats behind me. Got Again, off the take flight. that what you will. Watching me yeah, listen, negotiate the terms of this voucher. Two seats behind. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Two seats behind him. But we're putting the picture in. I got the best picture of him walking off the flight. <laughs> that was it. He stayed. He threw on his fedora and did his hard that was uh, it. gumshoe journalism. You know, he just did. All right. That's my time. <laughs> that's my time. Walked right off. I couldn't believe it. No, I, I was couldn't believe because that allowed me to go to the All-Star game yes. on Sunday night. So, I, was, I was there hanging out with Nate Van Hook. He's a, he's a character, man. Oh, I, I really? hope we could get him on here. Talking about Moncleasy? Uh, we're talking about a lot of on-the-record, off-the-record stuff. Oh, okay. But, no um, wonder you wanted to stay at the game. <laughs> Anthony Edwards is there. Thro- Dame Lillard is breaking the three-point. Anthony Edwards throwing alley-oop. You know what he's doing? Got the pen out, talking to Nathan. <laughs> so, Nathan, what's on? What's the score? Oh, what's on the record? What's off the record? No wonder he wanted to go to the All-Star game. Dude, speaking of... All-star game sneakers, Kevin Durant out there playing in the KD4. Galaxy? Yes. Did that do something for you? So there was a video that got suggested in my uh, algorithm, and they were asking. you were really all over YouTube, huh, this week? No, uh, Reels, Reels. (laughs) Oh, okay. And they were asking, I think, I believe store employees, their opinion, copper drop on the Galaxy 4s. Yeah. And they didn't know the shoe. They're like, what are these ugly ass dad shoe sneakers? I saw this video. And really? I'm like, wait, you guys are like sneakerheads in today's day and era, and you just don't, like, you're seeing the KD4 for the first time? Have we strayed too far from God's light? Yes. You don't have to like the shoe, but this is not that long of a timeline that we're asking you to be familiar with important sneakers over. I get it. They're over 10 years old now. Yeah. But like, if you're into sneakers now, you should know at least what happened in the early 2010s, right? Or are we gatekeeping here? It's so crazy because it's like the more the years go on, the further yeah. and further we get away. And it's like, yeah, people that could be watching this, you know, could have been born in 2004, you mm-hmm. know, and they're eight years old when that shoe comes out. And like, I don't remember. But wasn't that a big shoe for you then at eight years old? Not that the shoe, if, if it didn't age well to you, fine. But still, you don't know about it. We buried the lead a little bit. Or we, we were just going on many, many tangents, but one of the aspects of me staying in Indianapolis was that they put me up in this airport hotel and then I popped out to the Waffle House. Yes. And it was a hectic Waffle House. 
I mean, yeah. are all Waffle Houses? No, I, I mean, dude, something. Yeah, I Joe sends me a news story eight hours after I left yeah. that place. There was a shooting and somebody died. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Intense. Yeah, tragic. But I, I, I had a good time in Indy overall. Like I said, I, are you happy you stayed the extra day? Yeah, I am. I saw Trinidad James. I was hanging out with Don C for a while. Yep. He was very kind. Always a pleasure to talk to. Yep. One, one thing. This is a, a funny anecdote that, that kind of broke my heart a little bit, but uh, we met a guy named Jay at this party, and he said, look, it's, it's me. I'm the one who's always tagging you guys when, when the FSR episodes were going up. He said, my son would always sing along to the full-size run theme yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh, I love that. That's incredible. He's like, but he... He asked me now, he says, how come you don't watch Full Size Run anymore? Mm. Oh. He says, you don't watch Full Size Run on Thursdays anymore. <laughs> it well, was like this, a... like, you know, I'm, I'm very at peace with us ending the show yeah. when we did, and it was the right decision, but that broke my heart in a yeah, way to just imagine some young man who's without his Thursday evening entertainment. Just go right. binge the catalog. <laughs> please, please. There's plenty of it. Should we talk about the sneakers we're wearing yes. and talk yes. about those Trump yep. sneakers? Yep. Wealthy, what do you got on feet? Well... I think that this was a fitting time to, if I'm ever going to wear these shoes. <laughs> oh, turn the video on. I love Why? this. I'm right there with you. Wait, Wealthy, please so explain the sneaker. <laughs> we're going to be talking about sneakers at political events today. Uh -huh. So I decide to wear the sneaker politics. Oh, wow. <laughs> the store in Louisiana, our friend what? Derek Curry, sneaker I'm politics. Which has nothing to do with... Actual politics. Yes, it has to do with politics within the sneaker. Do you industry. do that because of this? Yes. yes, he's wearing the sneaker oh, politics sneaker goodness. for the most political episode of the Complex oh, Sneaker Show goodness. that's ever released. <laughs> All right. And the shoes are red and blue, which is, like makes those. it even. And like which model great. is this? This is the Adidas Samba from I like those a lot. that that consortium cup. Yes. Yes. Round of sixteen. <laughs> I'm doing denim Air Max. Those are awesome. Thank you. De denim Air Max 95s. I wear these a lot. I think a sleeper collaboration. Great twist on the OG. Those are awesome. And they're mesh. Enough mesh, boy. Yeah. But yeah, I wear these a lot, and I love them. Nice sneaker. I am wearing the Nike Field General Retro. Were those a football turf? Yes. Yes. I could. I feel like there's a picture in my mind. Photo. Um, Your photogenic memory? Photo. <laughs> photo. What's photographic memory photographic memory shouts to the commenters keeping me honest <laughs> photographic memory i feel like i see uh, there's a picture of lt in those is that possible i think the shoe that he was wearing at that point was the nike land shark okay but it was it, a turf shoe though very similar yes okay very similar i was like I was big like, dan fouts shoe lt's not here this is an lt but okay you love those uh i was wearing them a lot over the weekend look kind of the toe box looks kind of Yes. Cheap. Let's just say it right now. This is a cheap sneaker. And we're not just talking about the price. It's only $100. I like the shoe, but I will say that after 12 hours of wear, the toe box folded right up. That nylon part is just bent in half. The leather looks quite cheap as well, but it's held up. I scrubbed them down that after leather, some of those late yeah, nights in like Indy. That leather folded is... Folded like you would have if you saw Donahoe backstage. That leather is <laughs> cheap. <laughs> yeah. You know what that leather is? You know what that Rat leather, leather is? No, that... Is no. it leather? I no. mean, oh. that leather is, and this takes me back to back in the day of there'd be certain shoes that you have white leather on the toe mm -hmm. and you'd take out the cleaner mm -hmm. and you wouldn't take, you just take a cloth and you would rub it and some of like the white paint would start to like oh, yeah. come off the shoe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That bad. Yeah. Wealthy, I know you've been skeptical of this sneaker and I always want to check in with you. Did yeah. I do okay with it? Are you, are you on you board did at okay. all? You did okay with did it, okay. but I'm not, if. We're like booking this as the shoe that's supposed to compete with this. 
Is that who's booking that? Wealthy is the only field general you. versus Samba. But I think it's fair. Only you. I think it's fair. Talk about a fake uh, narrative. Only me. <laughs> only me. Why no, don't not we talk? only him. No, not only him. Not only me. Let's Who talk, else? Uh, the people at Nike. Is that true? <laughs> yes. How do you know, dude? I think it's fair. Okay, fine. Oh, you think I'm like coming up with like fake things? Google. Go into Twitter and type in Field General Samba, and I guarantee you there'll be multiple, multiple. Do you people. think this is their answer to the NB five fifty two? No, 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 not quite. No, not with you. Samba, huh? All right. What else is there to talk about? <laughs> um, yeah, not yeah, much, right? Not much. <laughs> no, not much happened in sneakers. We were supposed to be off this week. JLP sounds the bat horn. The felt like we need to talk. I did, right? I the did. bat signal. Felt, like, bat we, signal, felt yeah. like we needed to talk about it. One of those mainstream moments in sneaker culture. Listen, it is February 20th. Will there be a bigger story in sneakers for 2024 than what happened this past weekend at SneakerCon? I hope so. I hope I that so. we don't do? end the year with so. the Trump sneakers being the biggest sneakers out. I think no, that not would biggest be a sneakers failure. Out. Mainstream sneaker <laughs> well, story. If you say that mainstream, mm -hmm. then maybe it's probably the biggest because there's just so many people who probably heard about this over the weekend yeah. who aren't going to know about the one sneaker story that all of us think is the yeah. biggest thing. Let's but, give some background. This weekend, seems like they kept this under wraps. For sure. Sneaker cons happen every month, once a month now? Pretty frequently. Yeah. Okay, Philadelphia. The news breaks that Trump is going to SneakerCon. Trump himself announces it on True Social, I think it is, whatever social media site he's still allowed on, says, I'm coming to SneakerCon this weekend. And right away, it looks like a joke. This can't possibly be true, I was right? on the flight to Indianapolis. I was like, there's no way. This is real. And it was real. It definitely caught everyone off guard. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the crazier thing was like, Already, this feels surreal and bizarre, even for his standards, which I think are pretty high when it comes to weird events. He shows up to SneakerCon, and he's actually selling sneakers, and yes. they have a line of Never Surrender, High Tops, and that, All Gold. Dude, Foul, yes, ugly-looking shoe. The, the craziest names to that shoe. There's like the Red Wave. Oh, oh, the, some God. of the comments were... The January 6s? Some of the comments were funny. Oh. But the, the funniest one that I saw named for the shoes is someone called them the breadneck ones. <laughs> there was a lot of also, funny Also, the gold sneakers, he's charging $399 for these. The description of them on the website at gettrumpsneakers.com says this is your rally cry in the form of a shoe. I'm like, how is this not a bad SNL sketch? How is this real life? But also, wasn't there other models that no one's paying attention to? And yeah, that's the one wealthy's so talking there, about. There was a... I forget. Two knit sneakers. Oh, those. Yeah. yeah. They're, the what, Red Trump's Waves. take on Flyknit? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, all those knockoff Flyknit sneakers. Look like, all the shoes look like everyone's saying Alibaba Express, yeah. like Timu, yeah. just made to order, put your logo on the side. Totally. A couple things. Start from the beginning. Yeah. When this happened, we were kind of like, let's monitor and see how big this is going to be. Yeah. We didn't know. And honestly, we didn't know. I had it in my head that probably going to be big, but we were like, the announcement goes, we were talking. I was, I was like, we need to watch this yeah. and see. And then I remember again, I was on the flight and seemed to be building, seemed to be building. And then hit the switch that the discussion started before this was the night before sneaker con. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then the next thing to happen, I would say is, SneakerCon puts out the statement. 
Right. That was because we were being transparent. Like, what are we going to post about this? Nothing has really happened yet besides this promotion of the event. And I had it in the back of my head. This is going to be big. Also, I think we were conflicted about even covering it. Or I could say that, that I was a certain members of the team were because this happened in 2016 where everybody got caught up in the circus that was the presidential election. And especially with regards to Trump and how how insane it all was and, and how many ridiculous things that were happening on a weekly basis that you could post and gain traffic from without necessarily considering the the ill effects that could have or whether or not that was appropriate and you know mainstream outlets like cnn and fox and the new york times fell victim to this and, and benefited greatly from it without pausing enough and i think in this moment you know we were talking on our team of like is it right to have multiple stories about trump's sneakers on our website do we really have to do this i, I mean what i would say to that also to that point like cnn all the late night hosts all they say still is that the amount of fodder they got from that election was so much content. I know, but to to you know to what end? You know, <laughs> no. What I'm like saying, a, like, was, like it's a, a lot of those, like a lot of those companies, like that was like their business model. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah, you could set out and say, like, definitely be conflicted, but you hear it like so many late night hosts say it all the time that it was just like not e not easy money, but he gave so much material. Yeah, but yeah, that was the first like experience our team had with it. Then I think. When you talked about the statement. Yeah, yes. the yeah, statement. Yeah. The statement is when I called you. Okay, so SneakerCon puts out a statement after the announcement comes that Donald Trump is coming. The statement was weak. That was one of the craziest things to me. Yeah. That statement, because the statement itself was the biggest nothing burger totally. I've ever seen. Why would you even say anything if you're I gonna say nothing like I this? I just I saw that statement, and if you didn't know that Trump was going to SneakerCon, yeah, it was so hard to extrapolate any sort of meaning or yes. what the subject matter is of yes. it you're like did something happen at one of the events did yeah like some right, right. reseller get attacked or yeah, yeah, yeah. was there something like that you know and let me just read the statement the statement this is from SneakerCon, is quote SneakerCon's mission is to support and promote sneaker culture through our worldwide live events and digital platforms we are thankful and appreciate the sneaker community and recognize individuals who generate awareness and authentic sneaker-related engagement towards our community. Donald Trump, in my opinion, is not that. It feels like they sold out the audience in order to be involved in, one, a viral moment, and two, a yeah. presidential campaign. And again, why, why would you say this without actually saying what you mean by it? And also, I'll put the disclaimer up top. We're going to get into so much stuff here, but like, SneakerCon as an organization is not talking about this publicly. We've reached out to them for comment. I, I know the people who founded SneakerCon. You've worked at multiple sneaker cons. Yeah, I mean, Yu Ming, who I used to work for at Sneaker News a decade ago, when that was happening, SneakerCon was kind of still in its infancy, but but growing bigger and bigger. And a lot of times on the weekends, we would we would work sneaker cons. Yeah. We, we'd get a little bonus paycheck to come hand out wristbands and regulate and do various odd jobs around SneakerCon. So I've I've been to them not not for many years, but I know you, Ming. I know Alan. I know Barris, who who put the yeah. whole thing together. To me, it was like one of my biggest takeaways from the statement was that I know people aren't going to say that it's an apology, but it kind of like if you read it, it just like reads from the lens of the standard social media. Like someone did something wrong, and yeah. now they're posting a statement on their page. Yeah. To do like you do you take it as it. an apology? I don't know if I take I that mean, as an apology. I mean, I know what Wealthy's saying. I'm, I'm not. They didn't say they, they address. We're, we're the, sorry, but usually when you see like that sort of graphic and yeah. that sort of they're language, reacting to something it's, that it's, is they feel uneasy yes. about. Yeah. With that said, it's like if you're going to do this event, 
and you feel the need to put out, uh, I'm going to put it in air quotes just so yeah. you're, I'm not saying it definitively, but an apology before doing the action, then maybe you should like reevaluate the action that you're going to do. Yeah. And again, I, I feel conflicted on a personal level about even talking about this that much, but it's one of those big, big moments in sneakers that we have to engage in. I feel like if we don't talk about it, people yes. are going to be like, wait, you guys decided to dodge the bullet by not talking yeah. about it. But, it's but, also but, but by talking about it, you enlarge the spectacle of it, which is exactly what the politicians involved want. That's yeah, but also people want our take on this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I get that. The event happened, though, and it was Can't deny that. huge. I think to totally ignore it, we're kind of not doing our. Jobs. I know, I know, for like, sure. But I you're just not wanna... adding to ticket sales right now. I know, but are I you just adding wanna... to the price of the shoes? That no, no, I don't no, no, think no. So. But I just want to acknowledge the irony of like me personally feeling like it's a trap and being able to look at it and very transparently see that, but still feeling compelled to talk about what the Trump sneakers mean and what this means for mm. quote unquote sneaker culture. Okay, I feel like that's that's the biggest like thing that conflicts most people about this or at least like you talked about it mm. i've said it to you guys on on the side as well where i'm like hey this the whole point of this was so that we would be talking about it right mm. and i'm not saying that like donald trump went out there with the idea that like complex sneakers is going to talk about me and my sneakers yeah but you want to generate media buzz and you look at sneaker heads and this is this is the dumbest thing to me is that sneaker heads are now like some sort of like voting demo Lock. that you like want to reach out to like sneakers matter that much to people on their views it's of not the... about sneakers it's about the audience that's what i'm saying but like but sneaker people are the audience that's yes yeah you're, but but, but you're I... trying to leverage our audience totally to try and get your message across where it's like sneakers are something that has nothing to really do with politics it's not like yeah. a rallying cry but you got to the core of okay i want to tap into the sneakerhead audience yes. yes and now he's tapped into the sneakerhead audience because we're doing a show about it in a way that for me feels like the cheapest and most exploitative way and i'm glad you addressed it that way wealthy because I agree this is that. a feeling you have frequently not about politicians but about a lot of people who Just, seem like they attach themselves to sneakers in not, order to gain the such a big audience it's a cool thing but it's so inauthentic yeah. in the same way that we're like hey it's corny that ex-celebrity got a shoe when yeah. all they or ex-celebrity even wore a pair of off-white jordan ones to yeah. a red carpet event because they want to get posted on the complex mm. sneakers instagram and like diversify their audience i feel like this is i mean there's bigger implications to it because we're talking about politics but yeah. i feel like donald trump popping out and trying to tap into sneaker culture or for what it's worth any politician you yes. know unless they're like have some sort of authentic connection to this yes you could take whoever Joe Biden, Donald Trump, uh, RFK Jr., Mike Pence, like mm. et cetera, et cetera, Chris Christie, whoever you want to. So, did you feel that way about Kamala sneaker shopping? I I did. Um, because I thought you took a little shot at Joe when you said that. You definitely were taking shots. <laughs> no, at because okay. in the Slack. Hold on, hold on. What was on. the message? Uh, can I read it? I think you were. As I wouldn't even say as my brother, but like as being friends. I yeah. don't know if. This is good to address. I, mean, I, don't think would, I don't think you would take like a headshot, but I'm not. But I'm just, uh, I did read one. I was like, oh, how talking I about me. This is how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know. So oh, let me find it. When Joe Lipuma did Kamala Harris on sneaker no, shopping but, in so 2020, vice president. So we're going me. to, but she wasn't vice president at the time of the interview. She, she wasn't correct. So it was part of the lead up to the the campaign. So it was very much like trying to tap into voters. That's what the whole point of it was. Also, though, there was a bit more layers than this the Nina Chanel doing the converse, which is a 
artist who has powerful messages I throughout her and art. She's made we great shot it shoes. at James Whitner's I, I get store. Uh, the, the pairs were donated to HBCU. Having said all that, I got a lot of flack for that on, on my Instagram. So, hold on. Yeah. I got to so, find the quote that you took. No, Han. So originally, just to like, I guess this is transparency. Mm -hmm. um, just like, I don't want to like feel like I'm a pawn or a useful idiot for any politician. Because I feel like unless they're someone who is a sneakerhead, who's there something to talk to them about sneakers with like I would love to interview Barack Obama about sneakers because Barack Obama has genuine sneaker moments giving Spizikes by Spike Lee Kanye giving him the 350s like etc cetera, etc cetera, Kamala know? also had the converse moment on, that really the converse moment oh, that yeah. she was wearing on the campaign when that happened people started are you going to a get a real her? connection between her and sneakers this is what you said using yourself as a puppet for any politician to look cool gotta be the biggest sucker move of all time I was that directed to me? No, no. I mean, that's how I feel, just in general. Those are like my moral and standards mm -hmm. about this platform that we create and what the audience that we're talking to, mm -hmm. that like if we're just here to like pawn off someone's vote, regardless of their political affiliation, affili affiliation yeah. I just feel like that's not what we built this show for. So when we were doing Full Size Run, uh, this is just like, I guess, a transparency moment. We were doing Full Size Run, and this is during the lead up to the 2020 election when Kamala was running for president, not when she was running for mm -hmm. um, VP with Joe Biden. She was a favorite to be towards the top of the polls or whatever. There was a moment during one of the debates where Tulsi Gabbard just absolutely torpedoed her for one of the comments she made on the Charlemagne uh, Breakfast Club interview about smoking weed and then yeah. her record about locking black men up for drug offenses in California. Either way, her campaign was like, oh, crap, she's down in the polls. We need to get her out there to get the young vote. So they were pushing really hard to get Kamala on full size run. You knew that? This was a thing. Yeah. Hold on. I didn't know about this. Okay. So either way, but this I'm saying this plays into how I feel about okay. politicians in general. And they were pushing really hard. And they're like, hey, you know, but if she becomes president, if this happens, it's a big look for the show to have her on but i'm like all we're doing right now is basically just like running a political campaign for a candidate who doesn't really have much to say in lieu of sneakers who doesn't really fit the format of our show yeah and i would have felt the same way like if they were like hey do you want to get chris christie on the show to talk about sneakers he's a big politician do you want to get donald trump do you want to get mike pence do you want to get whoever etc cetera, etc cetera? Yeah. my answer would have been no to all of them because it's like why do I, what do i look like helping someone on their you would have no desire to talk sneakers and get stories that maybe you weren't aware of no because i feel like there's so many more important issues in the country that that's what people should base their votes off of you know not someone's connection to sneakers right but tenuous do you think, or no, do you think no. people were, would but vote? we're not but we're not going to talk to these candidates about hard issues we're that, not qualified no and that's like right no, that's not what this show is about like we're not here to talk about politics etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> except for today <laughs> yeah yeah you know, we're not here to talk about what are your thoughts on inflation or yeah, the war yeah, yeah. in Ukraine. Right, right, like, right. So if we're not going to press people on things that actually matter, we're just giving them this free leeway to promote themselves to our audience and like do them a service and make them look so much cooler and bump them up in their polling. That's why I'm just like politicians in general, unless it's like we're saying like Barack Obama, who's no longer in office yeah. anyway, so he's mm. not running for anything where it's like, cool. I'd love to interview him about shoes anytime, you know? To me, this Donald Trump thing is rock bottom for sneaker culture, really? if you want to use that term. Yes, because I think it's the barest and most naked example of someone who has no connection 
coming into this world and being welcomed into this world by a, a small group of people for a purpose that is purely exploitative. And ag again, on a personal level, I, I want to, you know, I want to make it clear where appropriate to say that, like, on a personal level, I feel like his body of work as a politician is is so divorced from uh, from the values. the values of sneaker culture. Even if you like take it back to sneaker culture's origins as black culture and like the extent to which Donald Trump has affiliated himself with far right groups or racist groups, those things are in Congress to me, and and it just doesn't make any sense. And it's like. I, you know, I, I mentioned the word gatekeeping earlier and like we get accused of gatekeeping a decent amount. I don't think that we should be here to gatekeep and I, I think it's not necessarily a good thing, but I do think that if sneaker quote unquote culture is a real thing, then like that should involve people questioning who does and doesn't belong. Not an exclusionary way of you don't know about these sneakers yeah, or yeah. you don't have enough sneakers, but it's just like, is this something that we want to be a part of our hobby? For me personally, no. I, I abhor the politics. I abhor the moment. Like it's not. Mm. It, it's just like so plain. You know, he goes. He's like, "Well, remember Sneaker Con." Like that doesn't mean anything. That's kind of the point that I'm trying to get to when I talk about. I don't want to support any politician through our platforms. Yeah. Where it's like, dude. These people are just lying to you about saying that sneakers matter to them in some it's sort so of It's so cynical. Way. It's so self-serving. Yeah, you know, like if any of those politicians came out here, if you had Trump or Biden or statements from either of them telling us about shoes, it's like I think we're all smart enough to look at it and say like neither of these guys give a crap about shoes, so why are we playing into some sort of strategy to like get the young youth vote? It's like we should be here to talk about shoes and have people enjoy it. And also, I feel like that was one of the biggest uh, takeaways that people were saying over the weekend about SneakerCon. Like, SneakerCon is about sneakers, where people go to kind of just, it's not like this uh, fantasy world, but it's almost like an escapism from real life to, yeah. to some extent, right? Where it's like a hobby that like we can all connect in and talk about that doesn't deal with these real life issues. So so yeah. yeah. And so it's like to bring a political rally. It was a rally. To a sneaker event. It, it felt like. It, I mean, just, yeah. it, it just is like that's not what people signed up for to to go to. You yeah. know what I mean? But some people did. Well, clearly, once they found out that it was there, of course, like if you're a fan of Donald Trump, that you're going to show up to his political rally. Do we know if lines were bigger than usual when they announced him? So I spoke to a couple people who were there. One of them is Roman Scharf, the guy who spent $9,000 on a pair of the signed Donald Trump sneakers on whatnot. Seems like a lot of money. I also spoke to JC Lopez, who was there. He goes to a lot of sneaker cons. Mm -hmm. And they both said that the security was intense, that in addition to regular sneaker con security, there was secret service everywhere, mm -hmm. people with tactical gear. There were bomb-sniffing dogs and airport-style x-ray machines. Sneaker collectors have gone to uh, far, far lengths to get to the shoes they want. This is a new level of that. And it's just like, why? Again, like, what? why? And I'll, I'll answer the why, like, very, you know, one little snippet of this is that, and I think Mike Sykes, we referenced him a, yep. a few weeks before. He was, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. He, he puts out good information, and he he was the first one to note this. That Alan, one of the co-founders of SneakerCon, if you look up his campaign contributions, he's donated to Trump and a few times, and Trump he was one of the guys who like mentioned him. Yeah, he was one of the guys who helped introduce him on stage. So well, I think I, there's a Trump connection said, there. Like during his speech or whatever, he's like, "Thanks to Alan." And yeah, he for sure, for yeah. sure. Again, 
the people who are involved with SneakerCon, the organizers aren't saying much about this, but Yuming had posted kind of a recap of all the mainstream outlets covering it on his Instagram stories. And he said, we got two presidents talking about sneakers. And my question is, but at what cost? And why? Do you, do you know Can what? we talk about Biden's statement? Yes, this Let's was, talk about Biden. This statement. was silly to me as this well. This was silly. And this, I, this is what I'm. This is like what I'm talking about. It's yeah. like he tried. We're, we're he literally. He tried to get the bars off. You want to talk about like fake narratives, mm -hmm. right? Just in general, the fact that Trump is pretending to care about sneakerheads at a at a sneaker con, and then Biden's team who it's obviously not Joe Biden saying this himself. It's right. like a young aide who comes up with a statement. And now we're in a world where we're pretending that the two politicians are getting bars off or like on each other about sneakers. And it's like, dude, what kind of fake reality? I'm read the statement. <laughs> we're the butt of the joke in this I'm situation. Read the statement. We're the butt of the yes. joke. <laughs> it's so like, dude, I like. I'm going to read the statement. Yes. Donald Trump showing up to hawk bootleg off whites is the closest he'll get to any Air Force Ones ever again for the rest of his life. Biden campaign communications director Michael Tyler. Source the Philadelphia Inquirer. This is so corny to me. I voted for Biden. The but funny this thing is, is so, the this is just... so goofy because, again, this is speaking again to <laughs> the political theater of this all this. Thing is silly. This this bizarre event where disgraced former President Donald Trump shows up to SneakerCon a day after he's hit with four hundred fifty million dollars in fines and he's selling. I think it was three hundred cheap. I think after the interest and oh, stuff like that, it's you. a bit more. But and then like the Biden campaign cannot resist on any level. The, the opportunity to also jump in on sneakers and like mentions off whites as a keyword, even though off white sneakers have nothing to do with this, nothing. but just as a marker Word to salad. show young people, oh, we're cool we're and we know what's hip. going on. It's very much like Hillary Clinton, uh, Pokemon go to the polls. Like, and this is just as of this yesterday, is just tomfoolery all around. As of yesterday, as, as um, you know, this would be different when this comes out, but as of yesterday, Darren Ravel reports the gold never surrender pairs sold out at $399 each 20 pairs of Donald Trump gold never surrender shoes have been sold thus far on eBay. The average sale price was $3,155. One of the, the funnier things that I saw about this was that, so there's been so much coverage on this through mainstream media. Right? Yeah, I was watching like, the daily show and I'm like, are they going to get to it last night? And then they teased it for like, Tomorrow, I think. so the the takeaway was is that um, from a lot of the mainstream media outlets was that you had mentioned that Donald Trump had been three hundred fifty million dollars in fined and barred from business yeah. in New York State like a few days uh, the day before oh the day before right so now that he's like in this negative or I don't know his finances or whatever but just like that he owes all this money yeah strap for cash gonna, that, that they're gonna that, make that, up, the that, shoes are gonna make up that for the it? goal the goal for it all along was that he's gonna become a sneaker salesman what to recoup the money to help pay for the 350 how dude, i hope i not. mean who said that? i hope not. who said that, that but was, we're already no, living in that bizarre was in world main, joe that was mainstream big news channels alluding to that he was and, making a dent by I mean, hawking a, these gold high tops a thousand pairs of 400 that's 400,000 gross i don't know that's not 350 million dollars i know how many texts this weekend did you get asking if you were there uh, zero. Oh, I got a bunch. I got way too many texts from people. I got a people. bunch. Uh, you know, Not even this joking. Is, this no, is classic, none. like, your mom texts you about it, like, oh. is this a thing? Hi, mom, I know you're Definitely watching. Definitely got a bunch of college friends, like, oh, are, are you in Philadelphia right now? I got a bunch of those. Not even a takeaway, but just, like, an interesting point that I found out of it. Like, okay, so my point is that, like, obviously this is stupid. I don't think that 
Donald Trump should be at a sneaker con mm-hmm. and, and that viewing sneaker heads as like sneaker heads for Trump, you know, is like some sort of like there was a sign. Yeah, there was a sign in the audience, Yeah, which is so like it's like, dude, what are your standards and morals? But either way, he was talking about on stage how he's been dreaming about doing making a sneaker for 12 to 13 years, which, you know, is od- a lie. Oddly <laughs> enough, no, one no, of many lies. No. So I view Donald Trump as like a pathological liar, right? Of course, like, right? that's just how like he just says whatever. Yeah. But in my mind, that was the one thing that I'm like, you know what? That may actually be true, because if you look at like everything that he's done across like the course of his career donald trump cologne trump steaks donald trump knives i'm like he may have actually wanted to make a sneaker at one point Um, i can think of a few sneaker designers who who might want to help him i saw that clip going around that it seemed like there was like hate speech or something did you talk to anyone about i saw they were saying um you know f joe biden but that for sure happened but okay i I think the other thing about the hate speech in the building was a little overblown yeah i don't don't know i I, I talked to a few people who were there and like i think it was kind of split on how much of the crowd was supporting trump versus uh booing him i talked to jc lopez who was there he said it was about 50 50. the guy roman sharp i mentioned said there were only a couple people but maybe he's more biased he is a a self-proclaimed republican and trump supporter so i could see him you know taking in the events Ben kicks Ben Ben kicks was there i didn't talk to him there was a photo of a bunch of guys who got to meet with trump Mm -hmm. and got a pair of the sneakers the gold never surrender high tops there in person and this is relevant because the 1,000 pairs of sneakers that they sold on the website over the weekend are a pre-order. They're not going to be available for a number of months, but there are a few out there in the wild via this group of guys who got to shake Trump's hand and ask him some questions. JC told me that they had to vet all the questions beforehand before he was even able to talk to former president. Are those interviews going to come out Donald Trump. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think it was just a... Oh, like a meet and greet? A a meet and greet type of thing. Yeah, not like we're going to get you on camera and interview you, but Mm -hmm. like before they were even able to talk to him that they had to like... Who put together that group? I don't know. I have to assume it was um, the guys at SneakerCon, Alan and Barris and you know, Like, oh, these are big names. These are people who who (laughs) want to meet you, you know? And and Donald Trump on stage saying, oh, your influencers are so great. I'm like, what is this? But... To me, and again, I'll, I'll I'll say it wherever I need to, but like for me personally and my politics, like I think that if you're taking the photo with Donald Trump and cheesing and holding up his sneakers, either you don't care enough about the things he's done or 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 where he stands on things, and and taking a photo with him isn't a big deal, or you ride with him so hard that it is a big deal, and either way, that's a bozo move to me. Okay, so to answer your question. What percentage do you think is one or the other? Do you think I, I more don't know. Don't care? I, I suspect that most of the people who got the sneakers like aren't that engaged in the politics and just feel like, hey, this is a big moment for me. And I, again, JC Lopez, he said to me the other night, like, I got a phone call mm-hmm. with short notice beforehand saying you could come out here and you have the opportunity to meet a former president. I was curious. I wanted to go. I went. I have the shoes. It's a big, important shoe. It's a viral moment. To me, that that that's not enough like i i can understand the curiosity and i can understand people who are in it from a business standpoint of like if you run a business reselling sneakers and you have access to a shoe that's it's like a collect not collect collectible yeah. but you know what i mean like I mean, it's that's like what, i'm sure what, yeah. what did roman say what what from your interview with him was there anything that kind of stood out and struck you like made you think more than your preconceived notions of going into interviewing him um yeah i mean he said he bought two pairs which was an interesting thing he he bought a pair online and then he paid 
the nine thousand dollars from him and i i was kind of trying to ask him like hey do you feel because again you can go read the interview Did i interviewed he like him the shoe? he said it was of fine quality but i just wonder like coming from the world of watches like look in sneakers, people spend a lot of money on uh -huh. sneakers that aren't necessarily of high quality. You might spend $40,000 on a shoe because it's rare. Oh, it's but a watches, rare... you're actually paying for quality. I would think so. And I was like, do you not feel like that standard should be set in sneakers? He's like, I feel like it's a fine level of quality for the shoe. But I don't really believe that. Looking at the photos online, this does not look like a, a well-made sneaker. We, the... we don't know where the sneakers are made, yeah. which is, of course, an irony that a lot of people One are trying the, to dig the, at. The funnier uh, comments we saw on it is our uh, friend Nem's was in Las Vegas for, uh, he's on tour right now, and he stopped by Urban Necessities, yeah. and uh, JC was showing him the shoes. He's just going through like all the stuff, like uh, Louis Vuitton, Air Force Ones, et cetera, just taking a tour of the store. And JC shows him the Trump shoes, and he goes, oh, look, this is a gold shoe. He's like, it was made of Trump's own skin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is a one and done? Do you, or oh. wh what is the next stop? I mean, I think that we're falling victim to yeah. the, the circus of it all. And because mm -hmm. it's it's been this big, I think that they would be uh, uh, more than willing to make more sneakers and have a huge moment well, once they, again. They won, right? Like, in in what they set out to do, right? right. Like, it, regardless of how you feel about the situation, yeah. I think just, like, if you want to look at it from an objective standpoint, is yeah. that if you set out to make noise in the news yes. cycle and connect with an audience that traditionally isn't receptive to your message. Yeah. Mission accomplished. On on their behalf, you have to view it as like a win for them. Yeah. And 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 even on stage there he says the most important thing is to remember to go vote. That's the most important thing. And that, it's just like an admission right there that this isn't about sneakers. This is about political messaging yep. and campaigning and a battleground state activating mm -hmm. an audience yeah. you know it's just like and, and i'm not saying that if you support trump you don't belong in sneakers or you can't be a sneaker collector but i think sneakers from trump himself or any play of his in sneaker culture is totally disingenuous and foul you know i think there's a there's a a, a line i can draw you know personally where it's like i'm not saying that if you're this way politically or you believe in these things politically then you don't belong in sneakers again i, I don't ever want to say no who does and doesn't belong. But I think it's a, another huge step after that to have a president selling sneakers. Uh, to me, that's like, what are we doing here? So bizarre. Odd. One of the mo most bizarre moments in sneaker history. In, and who taught them this stuff? You know, like on the website, it's like only three pairs per customer. And it's like presented in a way for sneaker people to take it in. You know, they're, they're numbered out of a thousand. It's like they're, they're using these tricks that they know we will fall victim to. And how like frustrated do you think the sneaker brands are, like Nike, Adidas, et cetera, that during All-Star Weekend, which is one of typically their biggest activations <laughs> of the year, that someone I'm sure that most people at sneaker brands despise in general being Donald Trump, yeah. that he dominated the news cycle when it was their moment to get chew news off. I was annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I would have much rather been, uh, been thinking about Anthony Edwards or mm -hmm. D book or something like that. And again, like, you know, it's a shame because I know that the comment section is going to be a bunch of people upset and feeling that we lean this way or we lean that That's way. That's the but hardest thing. I it's know like the hardest like, thing about discussing this. It's like, you wanted to like come in here and like, yeah. but thinking about it in your head, 
all week where you're like, what's the smartest way that we can talk about this? Yeah. You know, yeah. that like extrapolate the information, have it make the most sense. And it's like, no matter what we say about it, yeah, people are going to be upset in some direction. And, and that's it's like, the, and it's politics. That's what happens. I know. And truly, this is not like a podcast for that. No. But the overlap is too great here. And also, it's just like, I think that our mission at Complex sometimes is to bring sneakers to the mainstream or yes. to, to to make this subcultural thing more enjoyable for people at large. But this is one of those moments where I'm like, has it gone too well, far? Well, I, ha I hate I hate it in the sense that like it feels like to some degree that I don't want to get like ahead of ourselves. Mm. But like what we do on a daily basis is some sort of end game responsible for this moment. Contributes to it well, for sure. Here's what I would say, just being transparent, taking politics out of it. My show, when I get hate, they don't know anything about sneakers. I That's why I love my show. Mm. I love opening it up. Yeah. So the ceiling of sneakers isn't here, it's here. Like, and more people can participate and more 100%. people can enjoy it. And so many people, the number one response from a lot of traditional sneaker heads, what do they know about sneakers? And I'm like, oh, this isn't a sneaker quiz. I want to get their take, yeah, their bespoke take on sneaker culture. So that, you know, what you just said, yeah. I think that some people will always res respond like, yeah, but my, and my counter to that is if, I didn't have unexpected guests who, and I feel like a lot of people could tell their own sneaker story, but if I didn't have unexpected guests, the ceiling would not would be very hey, low. I think that it's cool to talk to people who aren't traditionally into sneakers yeah. mm -hmm. and get their take on it. But I feel like that's a whole different world from when but, you're playing some part in like pushing a, a political campaign where it feels like there's so much more. like. If I interview X celebrity who's not traditionally a sneakerhead, yes. but I think that they're a really cool person, and yeah. I just like and they have wanna, an interesting relationship with sneakers, and I even if it's not the same as ours. Want to talk to yes. them about shoes? You know, that's different because there's no sort of consequences for the most part about interviewing a celebrity about shoes. Like people who are watching might be upset that it's not like a core sneaker collector or right? the, the celeb that they wanted. Right? All but those when, years when he used to be like, "What really, really?" He's yeah, come okay, around though. Okay, okay, but. When I, no, I'm saying okay, I, I, you got yeah. But I think that Jeez. like when we're talking about politics, yeah. in like what, what the fate of the nation is, yeah, we're bringing it to a ground that has nothing to do with any. The only th you know what I was thinking over the weekend, I'm like, what's the only issue that could matter to sneakerheads as far as like uh, a reason to go vote mm -hmm. per se. And explicitly connected to sneakers yes 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 that's where it's like if you were to give a if a politician were to give a speech and that their points were to actually affect sneakerheads, mm. what the biggest topic would be inflation right yeah. where it's like mm. the prices of sneakers going up over too the, damn high yeah the, the price of this the price <laughs> of the sneakers <laughs> too damn high. are too damn high and if a president or presidential candidate went out and talked to the audience about saying you know what those Jordans are getting a little too expensive. Maybe we should uh, help. We'll do another hour-long special. <laughs> yeah, which is absurd. Hey, man, maybe I feel like we did reporting on this, but it's like, did I even fall victim to this in the past? Because remember when Joe Biden yep. got elected? I, I there's a there's a footwear lobbying. Yeah, FDRA. Yeah, yeah uh, association in um, Washington. 
and I believe the guy's name is Matt Priest. Yes, that's right. Um, I've interviewed him in the past to like get his take on how the political landscape actually affects the footwear industry, which yeah. that's actually kind of interesting. That's, that's, that's an interesting, interesting. intersection. That's yes, very interesting. the fact that there are people in Washington lobbying on behalf of footwear brands. And I asked him what he thought that, you know, now that there's a new president, what this is Joe, when Biden was elected. Yes, when Joe Biden got elected, what it means for the footwear industry. I wasn't going in there with any sort of agenda to to get political points on any spectrum, but it's just like, hey, I just want to like get a genuine understanding yeah. of what this means. And yeah. for, him, for him to explain it, I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know? Yeah, it's it's bad. It's all bad. I don't I don't I'll say are you it. bummed like you don't want to not that you don't want to do this, but like it did feel very, like a real bummed? it did feel like a real shark jump moment. Yeah, I agree. And I don't want to both sides this thing too much. I'll say it. I voted for Biden, but I do think that the the Biden response is so corny. Not, I, I think that I think that Donald Trump selling four hundred dollars sneakers is infinitely more gross. But I think that the Biden response is still very cringe and still what are we doing here? And still all politicians are whack. It was you know? the off white. But, but it was the Donald Trump's the whackest one, you know. Uh, Joe, Joe, I have to ask, like, would you have Donald Trump on sneaker shopping if you if you had the opportunity? Given that you've taken it there with with Kamala Harris, who I think has a different relationship. I think with it's footwear. a different time. Yeah. I think that that there's some different layers, which I mentioned, you know, working with James, working with You're talking about Kamala working with James. Okay. Shooting at James stores. Yeah. The story of James. Nina Chanel designing the Converse, them going to charity. I also think that Kamala. Do you don't think any bit though that those were like layers added to make it seem more viable for? Well, I don't. They. Were, I don't know. A manufactured story by the campaign. You're saying. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, how do we know? We don't. But I'm saying that like, you're saying that these points all add up to the story. But I'm just saying like, was that even more of an elaborate? I'm not. I'm not sort of plan to make it just appeal to voters. You know what I mean? It's worth considering. Maybe, but it it was part of it. Uh, I would you have Donald Trump on? I would probably stay out of the politics. Yeah, yeah. I don't regret. You would say no. Yeah, I don't regret doing the. I thought it was a big moment for the show. Yeah, huge moment for the show. I'm actually very proud of it. Yeah, very proud of it. I think where we are with politics now, it's gotten too crazy. Mm -hmm. Even more. I don't even know if it was more divisive. When I did it, probably the same or more. I don't. I don't really remember the the, the political landscape yeah, in the U.S. Uh, I would stay. I would probably stay out of that. It, I mean, yeah. Well, I, don't, I think it, I don't want to say. I think it's interesting, just as like he um, probably. I don't even want to say it. No, but He'd just be entertaining on sneaker uh, shopping. Yeah, just unfortunately, as, yeah, right? You're right. You're right. Yeah. And also, let me just say, Donald Trump is a tiny bit of a sneaker collector because I do remember a video from many years ago where he has a signed Shaq size pair of the Reebok Shack Gnosis, really? I think it is, or the Shack Attack in his office. So that is that is a real thing. Yeah, the, I, I don't regret it. I took a lot of heat. Anyone wants to go look at those comments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I would veer I'm just staying out of politics right yeah, now. Yeah, I just think... And, How do you guys feel? Do you think that's legit? Yeah, I feel like it's, it, show. it's good. It's just You guys me. wouldn't do it. No. I wouldn't. Okay, no. if, he, if, if they said that he wants to do this podcast... Donald Trump? Yes. No. After this, how comes would you, out, how would no. you feel though? Hold on. Here's a question though. Here's a question. I wouldn't feel right about no, it. No, but here's a question though. Because now that you're talking about moments though, yeah. right? And then this is a huge thing that we're talking about. Would you interview Trump 
not to have him push his like political agenda, but if you were to only ask him about the sneaker con moment and get the motivation behind it, would you feel okay doing that as a journalist? I would be interested in that conversation if there was space for me to 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 push back against things and yeah, to really if, be critical about it. And I think having that, him on the show, I don't know. I think <laughs> I mean it's I never gonna this, happen. No, but that's the same. But I think this format is different than even my yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But I'm saying that's like the same thing because it's like um Totally, totally different show, but people have asked in the past uh, Joe Rogan if he would ever have Donald Trump on the show, and he's like, you know, Donald Trump has reached out to the show, or his people have he reached out no. to the show many times, and he always says, no, I'm not going to do it, because he just felt like him having him on the show is just offering a platform to help out yeah. Donald Trump, and he's like, that's not what my show is here for, to help su uh, support mm. political candidates, and I think it's a good way to look at it you know yeah it's it was, cringe it was silly it was a silly stupid it was a silly it, uh, it might be the it, like i said it might be the end point of i think i think the I one think moment the one moment that i had in my head and i was like i'm gonna tweet this out and then i just didn't even want to like uh, you know what i didn't even want to uh, left it in the drafts what wait into the cesspool yeah, that I, is i just didn't even want to deal Twitter. with it because <laughs> i'm like dude you know what it's like this conversation as a whole yeah. is going to be so toxic yeah that I just don't even want it. What were you going to say? Do I was mind? literally going I was going to say I was like, well, we had a good run. Sneaker culture is officially over. I mean, I don't disagree I don't with you, buddy. I don't know about that. <laughs> as much as like, And I think a lot of as, smart people have been saying things as to much, that effect. As, as I think much people as, are really bummed about it, but I don't I As don't much as I thought that that was like probably one of the like the safest ways to put it that's not going to cause this whole freaking mess of arguing in your mentions. Yeah. I'm like, man, you don't even know nowadays whether what people are going to argue over. So you're just like, <sighs> it's going to be a long year. <laughs> it's, a, it's an election year. Yeah. The one coolest uh, on a lighter yeah, note. The, yeah, let's, yeah, let's cleanse, get out of here. Yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. the timeline. I, I put it out there. I said timeline cleanse. I just posted the past presidents wearing cool shoes. Not Donald Trump. Uh, Obama. Bill Clinton. George H.W. Bush. George W. Bush. And just to post all of it. It's not. Yeah, talking about politics, it's just pictures. the elder George Bush had an Air Max ninety player exclusive. George H W Bish had George H W Bish. Yeah, Bush. Yeah, Bish had what? An Air Max ninety player exclusive. Yes, he had and a PE. Fuck George Bush, but I want to yeah. know how that sneaker came to be. Whatever, but it's it's funny <laughs> to see like how many like sneaker moments. Yeah, Bish. Yeah, Bush. Yeah, Bish. There had there had been over over time, you know, yeah, but where the it's best like the one is Obama in the New Balance, isn't he doing? No, Spizikes. No, isn't he doing a layup in New Balances? Those There's are a couple Obama layup photos. Those are a pair of hold on uh, takedown like Nike Nike shoes. Yeah, there was also another moment too that people forget um, where I believe oh, this is actual sneaker policy stuff where Obama was trying to, I don't even remember what it was, pass some sort of law that would have affected yeah. um, the footwear industry in Maine where the shoes are made. So a state representative went on New Balance's ID program and made a pair of gray 990 V3s and wrote President Obama on the heel and sent it to Obama. It's like the sneaker war on that is absurd. <laughs> Time out. What? I looked up Obama in, I thought it was New Balance, where he was doing the layup. It, he, was, it was a Nike. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's also a picture Hold of on. Obama. Hold on. A61130, throwing out a first Headline. pitch. Headline. 
25 years of presidential sneaker heat. Who has the byline? Sneaker news. Oh. Brendan Dunn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh. Wow, look at Brendan Brendan Dunn. Circle. Brendan Dunn out 25 here. 25 years uh, of presidential 2014. Uh-huh. Well, he has the Clinton, George W. Bush. Bill Clinton had a lot of sneaker moments. The Obama photo. That's it. <laughs> Full circle moment. Perfect place. Perfect week? place. To end. I think we're actually off next week okay. unless Joe Biden drops off white collab. Imagine that. Please no. Joe Biden, the busy peas. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you think they're Do you think they're going to walk him out in a pair of shoes to like try and like get into the? Please no. Leave us alone. Leave sneaker people alone. Get out. Love it or hate it. <laughs> Underdogs Don't on add top. Us. Let's see what happens this weekend, everyone. <sighs> I hope you know what. I hope that this is the last podcast we ever have to do about a topic like this. Uh, I would love that. Inshallah. Inshallah. All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneaker Show. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Dude, Please like, subscribe. Can we talk about how much your sneakers literally tore up the carpet before yeah, we get out? It happens all the time. Whatever. I'm fidgety. Everyone, Joe, knows, Joe everyone knows I'm fidgety. It happens every Joe's time. Joe's ripping up the only carpet that we have. The budget's tapped out, buddy. Don't. Uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> Please like, subscribe. Don't comment. Do I even have to say? <laughs> Don't yeah. comment. Yeah, plenty of comments we, on this Can one. we turn the comments off on this side? <laughs> no, that's cowardly. SneakerCon, when they posted the statement, they, they, turned the, they turned the comments off. We're leaving the comments on. You're a coward. <laughs> All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneaker Show. We are off next week. Enjoy the weekend. We will see you in two weeks. <laughs>